Well, this month has quite, you know, it's been a strain on everyone, and things kind of might have got lost, but made sure to be honored, like Pride Month this past weekend and, and whatnot through the month. Uh, my friend Joe Votruba, though, uh, you are from Town Square Media, is that correct? I do work for Town Square Media. I've um, been uh, working out of New Jersey for about, uh, about 10 years now. That is so cool. And I know that we were sitting next to each other at the National Publicity Summit, and the moment we started talking, I was like, this guy's a great guy. Let me stay in touch, and here we are. So you won't... You there you go, to, right? You felt, yeah. You felt compelled about a right about labeling, and I kind of feel something when I see this. So, so talk to me what you're thinking as we end this month of June. Uh, well, you know, I... I myself, you know, for a long time struggled with labels, and and it's not just a uh, LGBT thing. It's it's for everyone. I mean, I mean, everyone nowadays is always looking for like, you know, what kind of label, what kind of descriptive word describes me that also puts me into a pool with other people. And as great as those things are, I mean, you know, labels aren't necessarily a bad thing, but. Uh, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that your true identity, like all the, all the things that go into making you, you like that, that kind of, that mixture that makes you unique, that kind of gets lost in the mix when you are, you know, when all you're concerned about is, do, is, will I fit in here? Will I fit in there? Do I, do I feel strongly enough to identify as this type of person or this type of person, and that can take a lot out of a person, out of someone, and it can definitely be extremely overwhelming. Joe, do you think the labeling and then the actual self self identity uh, is taken away or lost its luster when others just start claiming they want to be like a dog or a cat? Like, is there some extreme identities that kind of hinder the real conversation here? You know, I don't think so. Uh, I guess it depends who you ask. Uh, most people, when they come across things like that, uh, they usually either take it as a joke, maybe they take it as, well, this person just really isn't really all that educated. Uh, usually when you see those kinds of comparisons being made, they're usually being made when we're talking about uh, like gender identity and things like that. And so that, in, in that sense, it's definitely not something, like you, you don't want to mock people that are, you know, going through something uh, by saying, like, oh, I, I identify as a dog or, or some other animal. Uh, but again, you know, people are going to say that. People are going to think it's funny. And, you know, it's maybe for their audience it is. Joe, this whole idea of labeling. So how would you want to change the conversation? Because I've been finding the last few months all this podcast is dedicated to is changing the conversation. So how do we do that? How do we talk about this month, this Pride Month, this month of June, um, in a way that everybody can feel included. Well, uh, this this Pride Month is different than a lot of other Pride Months because it was it was obviously a, a month long celebration, but there was also a lot going on. You know, um, you had protests nationwide, worldwide uh, about you know just horrific things that happened here in this country. So along with celebrating Pride, it was also a month for the LGBTQ community to kind of 
go back to where they came from uh, in in terms of the first Pride March was a, was a, a, a protest and a riot in New York right. City. And that sparked enough of a flame to allow me to be here to, to talk to you on your podcast today. And the people that came before me and, and you know, they have made my path so much easier. So now that we have kind of like a wider perspective this month, uh, you know, just seeing just how many struggles people deal with on a daily basis uh, of all different colors, all different genders, orientations, identities, and all that, I think that the conversation should change, at least for the LGBTQ community, uh, it, it should be more inclusive. It should uh, maybe try a little bit harder to encourage people who maybe are hesitant to come out, maybe are hesitant to really embrace who they are because these identities and these labels are very overwhelming and can be a little scary. Um, not a lot of people want to be by the book necessarily. Uh, and there should be a lot of focus on making sure that, that those people do feel included, that they feel like they are a part of something because they are, but it's very easy to feel isolated even within the LGBTQ community, which is very, very inclusive and supportive. Well, let's talk about that for a minute, because I think an outsider's view would say, well, why are they compartmentalizing one LGBT person and then another? Um, I would say even the community, would you find that there's still dissent amongst the community that that hinders the process of moving forward in, in your in the cause? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that that this is something I don't think that there's much resistance to, to something like this. I just don't think that there's a lot of attention brought to it. Um, I think that there's, uh, you know, obviously there are causes, there are reasons to go out there and, and protest and, and advocate for rights and, and certain things. But there's also the, the element of making sure that no matter who you are, if you are part of this community in terms of, uh, you know, who you love, the gender you identify with, then you should, at, at the very least, feel or know that you have a safe haven in this group, in this community, and that people that maybe if they fall outside of what you feel maybe you identify as, they're still willing to help you. They're still willing to have a conversation with you. They're willing to let you vent and ask questions. And that can be so much for someone, especially for someone who's struggling, coming to terms with this for themselves. On the, you know, and then people who sort of throw names at others, they're this, that, and the other, racist, transphobic, or whatever, does that help, or is there a way we can all talk to each other in, in within this sphere, instead of throwing labels at someone out, out of the sphere? Well, I mean, you know, I, I mean, we should all be able to talk to each other, but I don't know if we are in a mindset right now where that's on the table um, and it's you know it's not just because of the George Floyd protests it's, it's not just because of of uh, you know coronavirus that's just because of labels it's because a big part of it is because of social media uh, the, the idea that if you are not going to agree with what one person is saying then those two people can't be friends anymore that those two people can't have a conversation uh, and, and maybe educate each other, maybe grow, maybe learn. 
I do think that's an art form that's been lost across the board. Mm. And when you start talking about, you know, polarizing issues that are going on right now, I mean, you know, for example, you, right now in New Jersey, there's a bill being that's in the uh, state Senate that would allow LGBTQ veterans who were discharged during Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which essentially means they got kicked out for being gay. This bill would allow them to receive their benefits that they had withheld, withheld from them for their entire lives after being in the military. Now, this is something that you would think would have been ag- agreed upon past sure. long ago, as soon as, as soon as Gones Hotel went away. But no, it's not. And so you think, okay, so we're talking about veterans. We're talking about the LGBTQ community. We're talking about making sure that this specific group of people are seen and are compensated for their sacrifice that they made to this country. And even with that, people have the idea that just sitting behind a keyboard and throwing, you know, devil's advocate, you know, cakes at it just for the sake of it, just to throw the pot, it doesn't really get you anywhere. Um, And, and even when they're doing that, no one is sitting there and having their mind changed or sitting there waiting to, willing to open up their mind to the opposing view. If we can get over that hump and we can get back to having a conversation with each other and mm. and being civil about it and not necessarily just, you know, going for the jugular every single time or, or being more worried about being right than the right thing happening, then, you know, I think there's a lot of hope, Alex. Joe, I, I always think when someone wants to create an idea, a post like what you've done, something must have pushed you a little bit to make that commentary this morning. So what is it? What was your point to say, I have to speak up about this and say something before the end of the month? Well, well, my inspiration for writing it today on the 30th of June was simply, I wanted to get the, the point across that just because June is pretty much over, it doesn't mean that you should stop embracing who you are all year round. Um, but the, the larger point in this whole thing uh, about labels and everything, it really just comes from my own experiences. Um, I was a late bloomer. I didn't come out of the closet until I was 25 years old. I was 30 now, so I'm 25 years. And in that time, I went through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of struggles trying to see where I fit in. Like, you know, for you know, some people, uh, you know, some uh, subgroups, if you will, of the LGBTQ community, maybe just not really somewhere where I felt like I was in, where I was embraced or where I felt comfortable. At the end of the day, that's not something that is good for you mentally because you end up getting so sidetracked with that aspect of things that you lose sight of the rest of who you are as a person. And luckily for me, I was able to, you know, recognize that and kind of pump the brakes and evaluate and kind of just ease into my own label, my own label, which is just the person that I am. And really, that's at the end of the day, everyone has, has their own label. I mean, everyone has, I mean, the very concept of label is that you can make your own and they can say whatever they want and they can represent whatever you want. And 
more people need to remember that because there is a lot more to your life than just these identities that you that you fall under you work you know joe you work you you live you embrace it and that that is great uh you know personally I never feel disabled because this is my way of life. Rolling around New York on one leg is my way of life. Um, but then I'm reminded of it, and I do don't always feel labeled, but I definitely feel like uh, someone may may I hate to say hold that against me, but especially in dating, uh, that sometimes happens. But I get through that, you know. I got I got to just pursue that, and I think that was kind of your message too. It's like let's push through and, and own who we all are. Absolutely. I mean, you know. Part of the beauty of this world is every single person that you come into contact with has a different story and all these different factors in their lives led to the, the moment that you're speaking to them one-on-one. And you know, for whatever reason, maybe it's someone that you work with, maybe it's someone that you're on a date with, maybe it's a friend or, you know, or anyone. But all of these people have so many unique aspects of their lives that helped shape them into who they are, that you don't necessarily need to seek out a label or a community to, to embrace you if you don't feel comfortable. Right. Do you feel like there's sometimes pressure to, to it too? Like, oh, if, if you don't come out, I'll help someone else come out for you. You know, I don't know. They're just, I've heard stories in the community where people are pressuring each other. Too. I don't know if that truly exists or not. Uh, well, you know, th- there is some of that. Uh, there, there is a good amount of pressure for certain people, but a lot of the pressure just comes, you know, on from your own psyche. Um, you know, speaking for myself, there, there was so many thoughts that ran through my head when I was making the decision to come out that it, it, it got so... It, it, it created such a ripple effect in my mind that things that would never cross my mind now were crossing my mind then. Like, like ridiculous, ridiculous things. Like, for example, my, I have a very good amount of friends who are, you know, straight, heterosexual men. Um, you know, that's, and that's pretty much where the buck stops, right? Well, in my dumb mind, when I was, you know, driving myself crazy with this inner turmoil, I'm thinking, well, are, are, are my friends going to want to be friends with me anymore? Because what if they all think that I, like, I'm just friends with them because I find them attractive or because I just like hanging out with guys because I'm gay and things like that. Things that, again, are the farthest thing from the truth. All of these people that I'm talking about are closer with me now than I was then. But it's very easy to get to, to, to just start assuming the worst because you know, you've never experienced something like that before. You, you, whatever happens on the other side of making that announcement is going, is unpre- it, you don't know, it's unpredictable. And unpredictability is very scary. It is, but you, you know, you got to just stick through it and, and, and just hope that what you're thinking is, is doing what you, you want is right. You know, that's kind of how I, I am feeling with my posts on politics. I'm like, you know what, maybe people disagree, but at least I'm putting it out there because I feel I need to. And that's just what it is. You got to do what makes you feel cathartic. Now, before I let you go, this month also did have the LGBTQ SCOTUS ruling. Do you want to talk about that for a quick minute? Um, because I don't even really get a full grasping of what, what's going on there. 
Yeah, well, going back to uh, my employer, Town Square Media, it was awesome that the, the day of the ruling, we got a um, an email from our, our human resources department telling us that, um, well, we're very happy, but we just want you to know that this was never going to be an issue here. Uh, we don't operate like that. We don't discriminate based on uh, race, ge- uh, gender, orientation, all that stuff. Uh, so that was encouraging. But uh, as far as you know, just nationwide. I mean, it's huge. It really is huge because I, we both work, Alex, in, a, in an industry that is pretty liberal and progressive and has a, a, a very diverse uh, industry body. I mean, you know, all walks of life. Uh, everyone wants to be in, in the media. You know what I mean? Right, right. And yep. because of that, I feel like we're kind of, we, we don't really see the things that led to that decision, that, that forced the issue to make that pass. Um, but, you know, there are industries all across New Jersey and the Tri-State area and the country where you do have to kind of live in, in you have to kind of live in the shadows. You can't really be yourself at work like your true self. You, you can't, uh, you know, talk about things that maybe you would want to talk about if you were outside of work uh, just because you don't want to deal with homophobia you maybe you don't want to deal with uh you know with a hateful bigoted uh manager that just doesn't want to work with anyone that you know is this way if you will um it's huge it's huge and uh very encouraging and it is just you know one step along the way to you know making sure that everyone has the same opportunity uh to succeed in this country and tomorrow is a clean slate, so I, and I know i got to go back to your work and producing and whatnot, but leave us with a message. I'm going to have you back for sure, but leave us with a message as we enter July for everybody, heterosexuals, homosexuals, everybody. Tell us, tell us a message that can really bring us all together, something we really need to, need to do in this time. Okay, yeah, a, a message for July for everyone. Um, okay, so we are... Going through a time right now that is unprecedented uh, and it's overwhelming. There's, um, there's, you know, protests in the streets. There's, uh, you know, people are fighting about masks and people are getting sick and it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. But at the end of the day, uh, if you have, you have your friends, you have your family, you have things, those things are more valuable than any of these things that are being argued about right now on TV, on the radio, um, they're more important uh, just to, to help get you through a, um, you know, a, a, a tough stretch like this. You know, I mean, I would love to just say, like, everyone love each other. It's July. But, you know, this is a weird July. This is a weird year. And I think that maybe, you know, we have another month under our belt. We're past the halfway point. This year has been awful. Let's let's try to build some momentum. Let's try to let's try to ride all the way to the end and 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 see what happens. Because you know what, it, can, it can't get much worse than, than some some of these other months that have passed. It, it, it can't get much more stressful for a lot of people. People that have been out of work. People that have been uh, you know struggling to pay their mortgage and pay their rent. Uh, you know, different rules and guidelines confusing everybody every, uh, everywhere businesses going uh, going under forever. You know, it's been a very, very bad year for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, 
you have your family and you have your friends and uh you know and you have your health that's you the that's one of the, the, the biggest things you have our we, are, we all have our health thank god some of us you know, a lot of us still do thank god absolutely absolutely we all have our health and 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 all we can do all we can do is just do our part to, to make sure everyone is is safe uh everyone is you know not being exposed to you know harmful disease and and you know I, it shouldn't be rocket science, but it might have to be. Uh, but it seems as though we are moving in, in, in the right direction. So hopefully July is the start of, uh, I don't know. feels like the, the start of 2020. I, I don't know. I just, that's how it feels to me. But um, Joe, thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for doing this today. And please come back and hopefully we're all in person again. I mean, I don't know if you were on the Zoom publicity summit, but it was a pretty interesting way they did it. I was very, I was very intrigued. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, I, I I was there. I did that one, and I'll be doing the one in October too. So I look even if uh, even if it's not a uh, an in person thing, I'll see you on Zoom. All right, all right. All right, bud. Keep kicking ass. All right. All right, you too, man. Take care. Take care. I'm Alex Garrett. And by the way, just a hint: if you want to see the fireworks, you can socially distance by just going to Office of Emergency Management. They're doing these bit of surprise, you know, alerts. A couple hours before the fireworks. So if you want to go, if you want to celebrate America, go do so. Do it safely and love each other. This is America. We all are supposed to love each other. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you in July.